Alright, good uh, good morning, afternoon, night. Um, we're back, I'm back, um, better than ever, maybe, perhaps. Um, yeah, so I was sober for about two weekends straight, played it straight, and... Um, Last night had the old uh, Bud Light Lime relapse. That was great. Um, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes you just feel like, uh, I don't know, what the fuck, what's the point of not drinking or drinking, I guess. I don't fucking know. But it was tasty. It was worth it. Uh, just the tall can of the Bud Light Lime, like I said. Um, yeah, they used to be fucking two for four, and then they were fucking two for six, but now I think they're back to two for four twenty-nine, so I guess that's how they, uh, how they get you. but yep, still, uh, still tasted the same, still fucking amazing, um, my fucking... Uh, my stepdad, uh, or the dude that my mom was, uh, dating for a little bit, his name was Tim, he was, uh, like a construction working dude, really cool dude, and, um, he used to fucking rip Bud Light Limes all the time, and I think that was probably my first encounter with the Bud Light Lime was through old fucking old Tim, and then he fucking took a took a hard spill fucking <laughs> this is horrible but he fucking yeah he died and um yeah he like came home from work and then fucking like had a seizure or some shit but then he had um he had like a Coors Light for some reason he was just like drinking it after work and then he fucking died and then my mom kept the beer for some reason <laughs> kind of like as a memorial piece i guess his final his last beer he had like a couple sips of it um and then yeah so she had this uh cursed coors light and um cursed coors light and <laughs> um she put it on top of the fridge and it kind of hung out there for a little bit and um at that time was having still having um Lots of parties in my house before the good folks of Niagara Falls fucking stole shit from my house and made me not have uh, parties anymore. Um, so this beer was just chilling on top of the fridge for maybe a month. But then, like I said, I had a party and fucking... You know, obviously people are drinking everything, and then if somebody runs out of drinks, of course you're going to fucking raid the fridge or the top of the fridge or fucking just... To, or maybe if you get drunk and you think that you placed your beer on top of a fridge, I guess. But someone ended up fucking drinking this, uh, this cursed Coors Light, and uh, I don't know who it was. I didn't, I didn't see it, didn't... Uh, it didn't register that night that someone had uh, consumed the Coors Light that was on top of the fridge. But 
yeah, I think one of my friends uh, drank that Coors Light, so they probably have the spirit of a, a dead construction worker inside of them, unbeknownst to them. So I'm sorry, uh, personal apology to anyone who, uh, or I guess to that one person who, I don't know, feels like uh, feels like building a bridge or something. I don't know what you would feel like after you drank this uh, this cursed beverage. Maybe join the uh, to any of my friends who joined the local labor union after drinking a uh, Coors Light in my house. During a party in probably the summer of 20, no, it wasn't the summer. No, maybe it was. Oh, it's coming to me. Maybe 2015. Yep, summer 2015. So if anybody, before the year of our Lord, but yeah, if anybody drank a Coors Light from atop my fridge and... um. And yeah, got into construction. I'm uh, a sincere apology, but that's how my uh, downward, <clears throat> excuse me, downward spiral with, or upward spiral, depending on your uh, perspective, with Bud Light Lime came about. Old fucking Tim, good dude, always ripping fucking Bud Light Limes like a fucking uh, true uh, patriot. And, yeah, that's pretty much how, uh, yeah, it's just a drink of choice for the fucking, not as much for the fall, even though I had one yesterday, but definitely a summer bev. Can't really beat a cold Bud Light Lime on a summer day. And now it sounds like we are sponsored by Bud Light Lime. That would be fucking, that would be sick, just to be sponsored by... I would probably die in a fucking three and a half months if they had uh, supplied this podcast with Bud Light Lime. I would not last very long. But either way, I was sober, sober for two weekends and then just uh, hanging out with the pals last night. So why not have a fucking Bud Light Lime? Fuck it. It's Friday. Don't got work tomorrow, meaning today uh so fuck it and uh, i think me and um christian and his uncle mark are going to sabers game so we'll see how uh my sobriety stands up against uh a very how do i say a very um I don't know. I, I I don't think the Sabres are too good, so we'll see how entertaining it is just watching them be shitty to see if I can not get drunk. Because I guess the better the sports uh, showing, the, um, the less drunk I would get because I would be more engaged with the uh, sporting event. But either way, not a huge hockey guy, so I think I'll probably be... Uh, blackout drunk by 3 p.m. fucking 3 p.m. soaking wet but yep I kind of got to take a shit but um yeah so interesting uh week at work did some 
seven to fours. Um, I fucking, yeah, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Like I said in the previous one, and then had that Thursday off. Just nice because then it just brings you right to Friday. Don't got to worry about shit. Um, wow, I really have to use the bathroom during this podcast, but will I be able to hold it through, hold it in? We'll see. But either way, this dude, uh, Daryl at work, he was always. Um, Actually, I'm going to pause this and go use the restroom. All right, I have returned. I have risen again, rise against. But, um, yeah, I had a fucking... Okay, so I was talking about the dude, Daryl. Okay, but, yeah, fucking Wendy's breakfast sandwich. Doing a fucking number on me. Disrespecting me, but either way... Yeah, this dude fucking Daryl at work, he fucking, I don't know, he was just a little, just a little off, off kilter, different, shabby, I don't know, it's always, it's always uh, tough to trust a skinny guy in a, in a big truck kind of vibe. But, I don't know, he was like a engineer at the hotel for, he definitely, he got hired after I got hired, so he was probably there for about four months, soaking wet, bald-headed, skinny, fucking emaciated, kind of crackhead vibe to him, um, would always show up to work fucking late or just not show up at all fucking whenever he'd be at work he'd always be like dancing for some reason i would like catch him i'd just look over and he'd be like walking away like dancing or like i don't even know like pretending that he's like like doing like spin moves like a fucking basket like imaginary basketball it's just really weird really weird guy and um Let's see. So then we had this. Well, so now we do have this new manager, and I don't think Daryl was too fond of her, and I don't think she was too fond of Daryl. And Daryl fancied himself um, the women, which is mostly what uh, my coworkers consist of—is just uh, women, and. Not really in like a respectful way. He was more of like in the the pedophile kind of creepy, creepy D, creepy Daryl way. He would always, I don't know, like I would catch him and he'd be like fucking in the corner somewhere like with one of the like lobby cleaners just like having her cornered, not in like a scary way, but just like standing in front of her just like talking to her and shit and like, He'd always be touching girls like hair and shit like that. <laughs> He's just really fucking, really creepy. Glasses, like I said, bald head with like, just like really, really, really skinny, like a fucking, just like scarecrow vibes, this guy. Those sunken in cheeks we've all seen before. Um, 
Yeah, and he was definitely some kind of some sort of predator, and I'm pretty sure that's the reason that he got fired. <laughs> Because you can't go around fucking sexually harassing all the fucking people that work at the fucking hotel. Because it's just really tough to watch. Probably even more tough to fucking experience. Fucking Daryl. Um, yeah, I don't know what the straw was that broke the camel's back, but I'm sure it wasn't fucking pretty. I bet if my hair was any fucking longer than it is now, he would have probably tried to fucking touch my ass. But that's just uh, speculation at this point. But anyways, he got the fucking boot. Not much more I could say about him that I could think of, at least at the moment. I don't know. He's fucking creepy. All the people that I work with are just really fucking horny for some reason. Every, all of them. Even the fucking, uh girls at the front desk and then like there's these fucking housekeepers that always come up they're always talking shit talking about fucking what dude just comes up he's like man i need some fucking pussy it's like what the fuck are you telling me for i can't fucking i don't got a fucking pussy and i can't really point you in the direction of any pussy at this here establishment at least because it's all just fucking elderly uh uh, Jewish couples coming through here. So I don't know where you're going to find some pussy, but either way, yeah, just lots of criminally horny uh, folks at my job. And I don't know. Sometimes it's just tough to witness, but either way. So Daryl, the fucking engineer, got fired, and then his, uh, not his replacement, but one of his, one of the newly hired folks who I've mentioned, uh, Chris the Puritan or whatever the fuck he, he uh, says he is. I don't think he knows what the fuck he's talking about. This I think he might be a little a little slow, this fucking guy. But either way, he's from one of the managers took him from like their apartment complex. He was like an engineer there, I guess. Not an engineer. I wouldn't give him that much credit. Just like a fucking handy handy dandy man or whatever the fuck you want to say. Just unclogs toilets basically and yeah from this place on grand island so i figure grand island okay probably not that much of a fucking scumbag fucking piece of shit but here we are um <laughs> and so he gets hired seems like a good dude i wasn't uh just really tall weird fucking lanky fucking probably about 55 years old leathery fucking worn face i don't he's got like a ponytail too old dudes with ponytails it's always that's just always um i don't know seems like they're gonna sexually harass somebody already off the bat but giving him a chance um yeah so he's fucking kind of looks like a woody from toy story but in like a 55 year old's body doesn't have the cowboy hat, but just kind of that cowboy fucking posture. He might as well be wearing a fucking pl uh, plaid flannel fucking button-up all the time. He does wear cowboy boots. This is confirmed. Um, but the interesting thing about his cowboy boots, and this is a thing that you would notice in, like, high school with 
uh, girls who would wear those shitty like off-brand Uggs, or maybe this would happen to Uggs as well, but when the heel of it would wear away, so it would be at like a fucking, they'd have like that obtuse fucking angle on the on the heel of their uh, of their boot, and it would make them kind of walk like their foot like angle when they would walk because the the heel was so worn out. And I was looking at Woody's fucking cowboy boots, and that's exactly what fucking happened to this man's fucking CB boots, cowboy boots. And I wasn't really aware that this could happen because I'm pretty sure the cowboy boots, the fucking heels probably made out of something pretty tough fucking material. So he must have just been wearing them for uh, quite a long time. But either way, he's fucking weird. I don't like him at all. Um, is that the fucking cat again downstairs talking? Pretty sure I heard my cat down there. But either way, yeah, Chris is fucking weird. He, um, yeah, he's got just the busted, busted boots with the fucking angled heel similar to what you would see with the Uggs from girls in high school, which uh, is an interesting parallel I thought I drew. But, yeah, he's probably a fucking pedophile or something. I don't know. He's, he's very creepy. Um, yeah, and then speaking of cowboys, had, had another fucking... Uh, had another fucking vagrant traveler through the hotel... This um, past week. All right. Jesus Christ. Second fucking intermission. My fucking cat was in the fucking hallway. Uh, I don't know. I fucking. Just fucking talking and shit. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with this cat. But either way, cat's fine. Just fucking crying for some reason. I think there's birds. Like I said, nest in the fucking air conditioning unit. So I think she's just fucking saying hello to them. I think that's what she's doing. Either way, it's pissing me off, distracting me. Sloppy, sloppy podcast here. Sloppy sewed. Sloppy, sloppy. Um, But yeah, Chris, I think he's a future pedophile. He's very creepy. He said he was um, following me home from work. Uh, I think it was last week, so that's very promising and uh, pretty on character for him. Um, yeah, so he's uh, he'll probably kill me in my sleep, is what I'm saying. But okay, so before I was go- uh, rudely interrupted by my uh, cat, there was a fucking cowboy in the lobby again this was i don't know maybe it was monday no it had to have been tuesday probably tuesday um so my cousin works at the front desk tony and he said there's like this cowboy guy who's driving cross country whatever and then he said just watch out because he'll fucking talk your ear off and i think tony gave him a fucking gave him a gave him a deal 
because Tony is a gay man and maybe he's, uh, his type is cowboys that drive uh, tractor trailers or something. But So that's exactly what this gentleman did. He, he had his Wranglers on, cowboy boots, and a fucking cowboy hat. I think his name was like fucking Sam Samuelson or some shit. Sam Samuelson. He is from, I don't know where the fuck he said he was from, but either way, super uh, proud redneck. He was uh, spinning yarn, telling me all these, or telling all of us at the front desk all these fucking stories. Just about like fucking... I don't even know what the fuck he was saying, but interesting dude. He was just listening, or I was just fucking listening to him just talk about fucking driving a, driving around and how fucking whenever, whenever he's in like the northern part of the United States, people always compliment him on his uh, cowboy hat. He's probably fucking sick of it, but yeah, Sam, uh, Sam Samuelson. Uh, lobby cowboy, really interesting dude. Once again, always the best whenever it's fucking slow and then you got some fucking freak, fucking weirdo cowboy or just fucking uh, vagrant bus driver who's willing to just uh, drop everything and fucking just just uh, spew some stories at you. And that's what this gentleman did and... He was, like I've said on this podcast before, one of those people who you literally don't even have to say a word in the conversation that that you're having with them. They'll just fucking go. Just go for fucking... He probably could have went for an hour with just a fucking brick wall, this motherfucker. And it's pretty interesting stuff, but um, not interesting enough because I can't really remember a word that he said. Um, I think he said he was like a volunteer firefighter for some reason. And I don't know. He said that he was dry. He also said he was driving his truck in, um, Manhattan. And then he had like a Uber driver, a taxi driver that was driving him around. And then he went up to a fuck to the fucking, uh, to the fucking, into somebody's apartment with them in New York. And he's like, yeah, it was like I was on fucking Seinfeld or something. So that's what his fucking, that's what his MO was, cowboy fucking bullshit. Um, yeah, other than that, pretty uneventful week at the old job, at the old ball and chain. Got out an hour early yesterday. That was nice. Yeah, not the best pod, but fuck it, eh? I'm trying. Um, yeah, there was um, yesterday at work, this fucking kid works at the fucking uh, restaurant on property, and he, um, all the people who work at this uh, work with me, they all drive these weird fucking like electric bike kind of scooter things. I don't know what the fuck they are. They're pretty cool. Got those big fucking tires on them. 
And yeah, they all park them in the fucking employee entrance and they have to lock them up or else they would get fucking stolen. But yeah, this so this kid comes up to me. He's got like a septum ring. He's like as tall as I am. Looks like a looks like a gay fella and um seems all shaken up this kid. And he's like, "Ah, oh, fucking I had my scooter and I fucking was trying to park it and then I hit the throttle. I was walking it and I guess he slipped and hit the throttle and fucking like sideswiped the side of this fucking uh sideswiped this car that was in the parking lot. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I don't know what the fuck this has to do with me. But, um, so I'm like, I don't fucking know. So just fucking go out there and get the car's information and fucking put your name and number on it. And I don't know, I can fucking give it to them. What the fuck do you want me to do? So he fucking, uh, did that. He came back and he just, um, handed me a sheet of paper with just the car's, uh, make model and the fucking license plate i'm like are you gonna fucking put your name on it and your license plate number so then they can get in contact with you because i don't see what good it's doing me if it just has the fucking make model and the license plate we could obviously see that if you fucking hit it so what are we doing here and so he wrote his name on it and then of course his name's fucking kyle as well which is just uh uh, coincidence, uh, fellow, fellow douchebag, Kyle, um, doing hit and runs, just like good old me all the time, yep, um, so yeah, he fucking hit this person's car, and there's been a bunch of times where people's fucking cars and shit get hit in the parking lot, and we have cameras, but we're also not liable for anything that happens in the parking lot. So I don't see what the fuck the point is of having cameras if we literally never use them to help people at all. We just have to tell people basically just to fuck off. And I feel bad too because like we should just tell people that we don't have fucking cameras. Uh. And I don't know what the function of them is if we're not fucking doing anything with them in the parking lot because obviously a bunch of people's vehicles always get hit. They steal people's license plates for some reason. And yeah, it just seems uh, pretty useless. But um, yeah, so I don't know. And I don't know where people are getting like these electric bikes and if they're legal or not, but they're pretty fucking cool. And well, they're probably pretty dangerous too. This, this kid will probably fucking be dead in a week's time, but yeah, whatever. Um, had something else I wanted to say, but either way, not the, not the best, uh, shiny episode. I liked the one before about going to that concert. I felt like I had a pretty solid, um, solid story there. This one's kind of been in bits and pieces, probably because I, uh, relapsed on Bud Light Lime. So I'll blame that, or maybe because it's just a little bit early. It's about 9.14 in the morning, and um, not hungover at all. I woke up at 5, uh, snoozed the alarm till 5.30, and then pretty much been up since then. Got out of bed around 6, 
and I had a little bit of that headache, but that was probably just from being uh, dehydrated, maybe. That's what I'm thinking. And yeah, I just kind of had that tightness in like in your head when you got that hangover. It just feels like your skull is just um, kind of like filled to the brim, and it's kind of like just that tight feeling. I don't know, maybe only alcoholics, all my alcoholics out there can relate to what I'm saying. You know what I'm talking about, alcoholics. Yeah, just like it feels like your fucking head is filled up with liquid, and it's just like... I don't even know. It's just, it's a magical, it's really a magical feeling, but that, it's still there a little bit, but has mostly subsided, subsided. Um, Yeah, just a very, very sloppy episode on my part. Um, Doubt anyone has made it this far, but either way, uh, yep, I blame the Bud Light Lime for this episode. Um... I like the cursed Coors Light section, talking about that, because I, I forgot about that for a while. I think it might have been, I don't know who fucking drank it, but I feel like it was my friend fucking Cody who drank the cursed, cursed fucking Coors Light. Because, I mean, I would have done the same thing too, but it was probably disgusting, because it was just an open fucking glass beer, in uh, an open Coors Light in a bottle. That was just sitting on top of my fridge for about probably a month and a half at the point when he drank it. <laughs> or maybe even longer. I'm not even sure. But either way, um, doesn't really matter when you're drunk at a party, having a good time. And yeah, I'm approaching the 30-minute mark, really phoning this one in, phoning in this episode. I think that's the proper... Uh, terminology i meant to look up the phoning in phoning in saying meaning i'm gonna google it real quick and then we'll end it off here to phone it in is to do something with low enthusiasm or effort while the phrase may sound innocuous enough in an age when telecommunicating and conference calls are common, it originates from the notion of someone who can't be bothered to show up when expected. Phoning in, folks. Okay, so add that to your uh, to your your uh, back pocket for saying uh, or back pocket of sayings. Whenever doing something with low enthusiasm or low effort, you are you are or they are whoever's doing it is phoning it in. Um, and I'm going to end it here. This episode was brought to you by Bud Light uh, Lime. <laughs>